Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for joining me for another episode. You guys always appreciate you being part of the show and doing what you're doing. Thanks for your shares and downloads. All that makes me, I guess, gives me inspiration to keep moving the show forward. Before we jump into the show, just a quick word from our sponsor, MAK Mystic Expressions. That's going to be at makmystic.com. Now, this is a Himalayan salt company. When we look at white, refined, highly processed salt, it's kind of like, I, I compare that to refined sugar. These are substances we put in our body that reduce our quality of health, if you will, and as well as our quality of life, of course. But we can look to different avenues to improve our health. And I think... Himalayan salt is one of them. So we have so many, we look at restaurants and even in our homes, we still have that white salt. So we can actually improve our health with the different minerals. You can even detox with Himalayan salt. There's so many different uses for it. I use it on my food. I use it in a neti pot every morning. I have lamps as well. And then MAK Mystic Expressions, they actually donated some prizes for my presentations at my teacher's convention I did not too long ago. So I so much appreciate that. But if you want to improve your health in a small way, we can I'll take small, sustainable steps. This is going to be one of them. So check out makmystic.com. Today, I'm going to talk about reduced stress with prevention instead of treatment. I mean, prevention is really what I stand by. When I talk about lifestyle, environment, habits, all that is regarding prevention as opposed to treatment. Because if we look from the root, if we look deep down, if we look from the beginning, we can prevent instead of treat. There's actually the idea kind of came up and I was I was sitting at the at a meeting at the it's called the old prevention committee and this is uh, we have a group of doctors we have social workers we have I wouldn't say so much nurses but we're all kind of on that same level in the health field in the health industry in in a form one form or another and everybody is looking at prevention instead of treatment and it was so incredible to sit there and listen to everyone's stories and how they want to be involved and what they can offer and I was just so grateful to be a part of that first of all and to be welcomed in and you know asked to be a part of the group that that kind of means a lot to me and and just being recognized for what I'm doing locally and what I believe in to actually sit down with people in the health field and look to prevention because I think at least the old mindset is more treatment. How can we treat this? How can we treat that in different forms? And to prevent, it's just just everything. And this entire show is going to be talking about from stress to prevention in a number of different ways. So stay right there. We get all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so the first topic I want to start off with is why is prevention better? So, <laughs> and I know it, it almost seems like common knowledge, I would say, in lack of a better word, that's not the term I'm looking for, but, you know, why would we prevent be, instead of treat? And unfortunately, so much of our mindset is around treatment. So we just, if we have an issue, if we have a headache, we take, we take a, whatever, we take a Tylenol instead of 
looking for the root of the issue, why that headache came up, and how we can pre- prevent it from next time. If we have, if we stub, if we stub our toe, or if we pull a hamstring, it doesn't matter what it is. We're looking to treat instead of prevent. So there's a lot of different things that we're going to get into on prevention. But I want to talk about why in the first topic. So how great would it be to always feel strong and healthy all the time? And I guess that, and I would, and I understand that seems normal to a lot of people, but it's not. It's really not norm. It's not our norm. It's not our society. You hear so many people complaining and on the, these pills or have an issue with that, whatever it is, it could be an old issue or it could be a new one coming up, but we're not, I just don't believe many of us are strong and healthy all the time. If we're looking for prevention in a number of different ways, we can, we can be that. And sleeping well is going to be one of them. Sleeping well, we, a lot of us just don't sleep. And without a restful night's sleep, it's, it's difficult to, for our bodies to function at the optimal level. And the next, my next tip is living in vitality. And that become, it's kind of like a catchphrase or a trendy word, but living in vitality is possible. We can sleep well, we can be healthy, we can have a strong immune system. Our muscles and bones and ligaments, they can be strong and even our mindset. So living in vitality is possible by looking to prevention first. Struggling, you know, not struggling with your health. I talked about in a previous episode, it's gonna be exploringmindandbody.com slash not feeling well. I talk about how to support your immune system as well as I have a, another post on my trueformlife.com slash reduce stress for your immune system. So a lot of times we put so much stress on our immune system, we're not feeling well, but we're not looking to prevention. We'll go grab NyQuil <laughs> instead of trying to figure out why we're not sleeping, like turning the TV off or moving it from the bedroom or stop eating or you know eating in the bedroom or having highly processed foods to, and look at prevention from why we're not sleeping as opposed to treatment. So, you know, all that plays a significant role in living in vitality, why prevention is better, and just feeling better about yourself in day-to-day life. Um, You know, skipping out on the medication, and and I'm not entirely against medication. I really believe we need medication on some level. And if we work together with prevention and medication, we would be, you know, so much stronger as a group, which is why this earlier in the show and in the intro, I talked about our prevention group gathering and and it means so much because we have both sides. We have prevention, we have medication, and we have a group of people working towards exactly that. But just think about if you're not feeling well and you jump on medication or you want to see the doctor, I mean, you're going to miss work and that could, that could jeopardize your job. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, really, who wants to sit in a doctor's office for hours in the waiting room? You have, fill, you have forms to fill out. And then, I mean, then, of course, we get into side effects if you're looking directly at medication. But all I'm getting at is if we do a better job of looking at different ways to prevent, then we can kind of skip all that. We can be healthy and feel better. And we don't have to worry about all those little things, all those you know, hindering joints or headaches that come up out of nowhere. There's usually issues why things come up in our body. I really believe the majority of that is based around the stress in our life. And to be honest with you, when I was playing, I would pay attention. I, I would pay attention. I like to watch and see how people react in different search, excuse me, in different situations. But someone would always, and I'm t- when I say always, I mean 100 percent of the time, they would always run into an injury when they have they had a family issue. 
there was an issue with, within the team, if a couple people were having an issue together, if there was an issue with management, those people would always run into an injury on some level. And I really believe that stress, you know, stress affects us internally. It kind of attacks us internally. And then sooner or later, it shows up on our body physically somewhere. Personally, I believe it comes off, it comes out on our weakest link and whatever's weakest in our body. Like I'll tell you right now that as soon as I get stressed out, my right shoulder starts bugging me. <laughs> so it gets, it just gets really tight and then it affects my right arm. And, and if there's no prevention or I would say natural treatment, if there's no massage and learning to reduce stress right away, it just continues to get worse and worse. And I think if we all paid attention to our body and how stress affects us and how we can prevent, we can see a direct correlation between stress and certain areas in our body. All right, so we are going to take a quick commercial break, but stay right there. We're right back on exploring mind and body, talking about reduced stress with prevention instead of treatment. Exploring mind and body with True Forms, True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today, we're talking about reduced stress with prevention instead of treatment. So earlier, I talked about why is prevention better. Um, then I talked about reduced stress in your life. In this topic, I'm talking about figure out what stresses you out first. So the very first thing that we need to realize is that we're stressed out. So first of all, most of us walk around super stressed out. In fact, we're stressed out so often that that becomes our normal. So it shouldn't be normal to be stressed out all the time. We shouldn't be angry and snapping at our spouse or our dog. <laughs> that sounds funny, but a lot of the times we take our frustrations out or whatever our, our built up stresses on other people. And you hear it all the time, people yelling at their kids, they're yelling at their dog, and they're not even mad at them. They're mad at whatever's bothering them internally, but it's not addressed. So that, you know, it's so significant to figure out what's stressing you out and the reason why you're angry, why you're frustrated. Now, you know, it could be your work. And if it's your work, address the issue. So first of all, we need to realize it's our work. If we're stressed out with our boss, with our stressed out with our coworkers or our team that we're working with, whatever it is, we need to address that and understand that work is really affecting our life in a negative manner. So by reducing, by understanding that, first of all, and then addressing the issue, talking to your boss, talking to your coworkers, trying to find a common ground, that's going to help you reduce stress. Family's a big one. Family, family stresses us out. We've got, we have kids, we have a spouse, we have a brother or brother-in-law, whatever it is, family tends to stress us out more times than not. So again, we have to go back to, uh, first of all, recognizing the issue and then addressing it. So whether it's talking to your family members or understanding, trying to see their perspective or from their side of the issue, that's going to be a big help. But being understanding and also, you know, figuring out that that stress is holding you back from having, you know, a quality life, living in vitality and feeling good about yourself. So those, that's just, I really believe that's a small sacrifice. That's something small we can do. We can swallow our pride. We can say, I'm sorry. There's a lot of different things we can do to reduce stress. And by holding on to that tension, by holding on to frustration and anger, we're really holding ourselves back from living stress-free <laughs> stress and feeling better about ourselves. 
So the next topic is how to reduce stress. Now I talked about this quite a bit. I'm going to give you a couple links, but there's so many different ways we can reduce stress. But before we get into ways how we can reduce stress, the very first thing not to do is nothing. So that's the first tip to how to reduce stress. Do not do nothing. Because if we don't do anything, if we don't take any action, we're going to continue to be stressed out. We're going to be continue to be frustrated or angry, whatever's going on in our life, those health issues that come out on our body physically from that internal stress, that's always going to be there if we don't take action towards our goal, I would say, our goal of reducing stress and living better and preventing instead of finding some form of treatment. And I don't mean treatment in, when I say treatment, I don't mean just medication. I mean, sometimes we treat with toxic things in our lives. We have, if we have an emotional day, I had a friend that used to call it comfort food. If we had a difficult day, we were in college, get a bag of chips and a pizza and say, oh no, this is comfort food, had a rough day. (laughs) But I think a lot of people do that. There's so many emotional eaters out there. By not addressing the issue, that's another form of treatment. So we're treating with high sugary, fatty foods that they're really detrimental to our body, but it kind of feels like we're punishing ourselves for having a rough day instead of treating ourselves. So I'm going to get into some tips here right away, but instead of doing something good for your body or good for your health, the word punishment just comes to me. And I think we punish ourselves and make ourselves feel worse. Have you ever had a a sugar hangover? (laughs) I mean, I have. And if we have sugar on a regular basis, if we're always having sugar with most of our meals and we eat a lot of packaged food, you might not understand the sugar hangover. But when I'm talking about, I'm talking about holidays like Christmas or Thanksgiving, whatever it is, if you consume more sugar than you're used to, the next day you're foggy and, and groggy and you probably didn't sleep well. I experienced that at, at times. That's why I'm sharing it with you. But some people kind of feel like that often. And that's when I talked about earlier in the show when I said that's that becomes their normal. If we're stressed out or if we're foggy, if we have that kind of a, a sugar hangover, that becomes our normal. So we need to, to address that. And when I went back to punishing ourselves, that's if we have an issue during that day, and then let's say we go back home and we have some emotional eating issues and we binge, we're paying for that emotional day the next day. And possibly the day after that, because usually we run into a downward spiral and then continue to, and we get, then we get negative thoughts and we continue to punish ourselves. And it's a detrimental atmosphere or environment that we put ourselves in. So it's very important to do something in prevention when it comes to stress instead of treatment. All right, so the next thing after you're going to do something, I'm going to give you some tips, but I want to say it doesn't matter what you do as long as you do something for the most part. And I know that sounds contradicting from my previous comment of eating food, but eating you know unhealthy food, but I still call that treatment as opposed to prevention. But we need to do something for yourselves so to reduce stress. And it doesn't matter what it is. Some people like to paint. If you like to paint, then paint. Some people like to game. If you're a gamer, there's nothing wrong with that. And I know if you're a spouse and you don't game. (laughs) You're not going to like that comment, but some people need different areas or different avenues to reduce stress and work on prevention. And if it's something that takes time, if it's like, like going golfing, I I like to watch that show. Everybody loves Raymond. I know it's been off air for a while now, but I still watch it. And Deborah always gets mad at Ray for going golfing, but (laughs) I don't think that reduces the stress in the atmosphere because let's say, for example, he likes to use that to reduce stress. 
he also likes that to get away from his family. But <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if it's what doesn't matter what if it's painting, if it's gaming, if it's jogging, go and do what makes you feel better. And hopefully your spouse or your family can understand that whatever it is, hopefully it's not toxic or doesn't cause more stress. But we need to do something that's personal to us so we can help reduce, you know, reduce stress and work on prevention. And I have down here yelling. I mean, yelling could be one of them. They actually have, I, I talked to Jesse from the Helix Healthcare Group and he talked about yelling in a pillow. I also talked to Barbara from Financial Freedom for Women that was on a past show. And she says she hucks ice cubes in the backyard. <laughs> so I asked her, I said, do you ever, did you, do you ever stomp on them? <laughs> it sounds like such an angry emotion, but you know, like stomping on ice cubes, I think I would jump on them. <laughs> but anyways, that's a way that you can, that's what, what I'm talking about. You can prevent before you get stressed out, before your health's an issue. And um, that's how. That's just a small way you can improve your quality of life. And then I have um, trueformlife.com slash detox with exercise to reduce stress. So of course, exercise is a big one. We're going to get into that in the last segment. I have a couple other tips here that I want to go over. One of them is get away. You know, I love to get away and come back. Doesn't matter if it's to the beach or to the mountains. I feel so refreshed and energized. I have new inspiration, motivation. I have new thoughts and ideas. And I really feel that not a lot of us use that as an avenue or as a tool to reduce stress and prevent an unhealthy lifestyle, prevent disease in our bodies, prevent whatever you want. I don't like the word sickness, you know, or feeling sick. That's why I don't use it. But getting away, it can be so significant in your life to help you reduce stress and prevent. Take a drive down the country road. If you're from the city and you live in a city and there's, I don't know if there's going to be much smog outside of the city, but if there's smog and corns or horns honking and there's noise all over the place, take a drive and get away from the ordinary. Just take an hour drive. You can do it. A lot of people think that's a waste of time or a waste of gas, but go ahead and take a drive and see how relieving it is, how you can reduce stress that way. Breathe. Breathing is a big one. You can you can do yoga classes, you can do meditation classes, but if one in one of my presentations we sat there and I asked them to take ten deep breaths. And then I asked how many people have done that before or recently and no one has. <laughs> and it, you know it's very simple to take twenty five seconds out of your day to take ten deep breaths, let's say. I'm just throwing that, those numbers out there. But if you take 10 deep breaths, that's going to help you. And I really believe that we could get into a habit of breathing, whatever it is. We can, um, we can go through breathing exercise that reduces stress and clears your, clears your mind. There's so many health benefits to breathing that we're simply not doing. Stretching's another one. Stretching, I, when I say yoga or stretching, stretching is a form of yoga. All stretching came from yoga. <laughs> I hate to shock people out there that are like, I'm not doing yoga, but stretching came from yoga. <laughs> so you can stretch and not call it yoga if you want. It's just a name, just a label. So stretching is really going to help you reduce stress because we get tension built up in so many different areas of our physical body. By stretching, we can actually relieve tension. And then write. Writing is a big one. I released my 10-day uh, love yourself detox not too long ago. That's going to be at trueformlife.com slash 10-day love yourself detox. And the number one thing people would write in and tell me about, I would ask them one thing that benefited them the most was writing down their stresses in the morning. 
So you can write down your stresses. You can write down positive affirmations. When I'm working with an individual client, it just depends on their situation. I get them to write down different things, but the very first thing or maybe the most significant thing that you can do is start writing in some way. It could be a line. It could be a paragraph. It could be a page, but writing is going to make a big difference in your life. All right. So the next topic is prevent with food, prevent with food every single day. Now I know this seems like a lot, just like when I'm going to get into exercise here, but I truly believe food heals, food cures, and food prevents. And if we're putting quality foods in our body, we're healing ourselves every time we have a meal. So you have two options for the most part. You can either heal your body or you can negatively affect your body with your food choices. So everything you put in your body is going to change your body's chemistry in some matter. So you're going to heal or you're going to make it harder for your body to heal. And the reason I love our bodies so much is because our bodies are incredible, basically defense mechanisms. We heal ourselves. We rejuvenate. We have new cells. And there's so many, like when, let's say when we work out, we break down muscle and what our body is doing is building back muscle stronger in those areas that we're working in defense. So the next time that we work those same muscles out, they come back and can be stronger the next time. It's incredible when you think about it, but food's no different. When we put foods in our body, we we're healing our body. And, uh, and if we're not healing our body, we're unfortunately we're putting toxins in our body, which makes it more difficult for us to heal and is causing dis-ease in our body. So I talked about, I don't get into these too many, in too much detail, but we have free radicals coming from highly processed food, fatty foods, sugary foods. These are free radicals that help, that make us age quicker. If you can imagine, they cause wrinkles in your skin. Um, they cause issues with our digestive system. There's so many issues around free radicals along with we not just food we have smoking and tobacco and unhealthy habits that way but again highly processed foods is mainly where these free radicals are coming from and then you can look to the opposite opposite side of the spectrum and we have antioxidants dark leafy greens bright colored veggies think about if you have a stir fry every single day that, that might be an ex- extreme because that would get boring, of course. But if you have a stir fry with anti-inflammatory properties like turmeric and ginger, you have garlic that supports your immune system, you have a lot of different things that can improve your health and prevent so you don't have to look to treatment. And what if we did that every single day? What if we had a green smoothie every day? What if every morning we woke up and we had all these little tiny phytonutrients filling our bodies up with energy and life? Just think about that for a second because it's not too much. It's not too much to accept or expect more of ourselves and to think that we can fill our body full of life and be alive and rejuvenated. And we can do that. And that's why I said prevent with food every single day. And I know that sounds like a lot to people because, but think of the opposite. We're either creating dis-ease in our body. Now, remember, I use the words differently when I talk about disease. We, put, we either put dis-ease, which, are, which is putting our body in an uncomfortable state, or we can heal our body. We have two choices, so I think we should pick the better one. <laughs> um, immune system lies you know, in our gut, and I'm not quite sure that a lot of us put that together. So if we're putting quality foods in our body, in our gut, you know, if we're not, if, if we have issues with our immune system, if we're not feeling well a lot of the time, we really need to look at our diets. And if we're not, we're missing out on a big aspect of our health and how we can improve our immune system, how we can prevent, how can we stay away from waiting lines or paperwork in the doctor's office, whatever it is, 
We need to pay attention to what we're putting in our body. And if we think, and I know when I bring that up, there's a lot of different things that I bring up and people become offended with. So sometimes people say, oh, I am eating healthy. If, they, if they're not feeling well often or they're going through you know, a couple different issues throughout the year of not feeling well or whatever it is, I say, well, maybe you should clean up your diet and then they get offended. But I don't mean anything by that. But other than look at the foods that you're eating because that's not making you healthy enough to fight off whatever disease is going on. And there's a lot of different issues for your immune system and not feeling well. A lot of it comes from your environment, I believe both mental and physical from those people around you. But if we have toxic thoughts going on in our bodies or sorry, in our minds, and then we have different issues coming up. But if we could clean up and we can all take a small step forward, we can all do something more positive in our lives to improve. We can have more superfoods. We can have more greens. We can add a raw meal, whatever it is we can clean up and fermented foods is one of them I'm going to talk about here, but we can all clean up our diet in some small manner to improve our health. And personally, I believe fermented foods is one of them. And I love fermented foods because I kind of feel like I had some small digestive issues in the past. And when I started eating fermented foods, those digest, digest, well, that's a difficult word for me today, digestion issues kind of went away. So I have kefir, which is a plant-based probiotic every single morning. And I have a green smoothie every morning as well. But this, these fermented foods can really change your digestive system, change your health for the better. We have sauerkraut. Miso is one of the, probably the only soy product I would ever recommend. That's just my own, my own personal um, opinion. And then kimchi is a fantastic one. I actually made kimchi a couple times myself, which is kind of cool. Didn't taste like the store-bought ones, but <laughs> I'm going to get better at that. Um, and then last one's hydration. So just think about how Lori Shemek talked about in, in a previous show, um, how about 75% of us walk around dehydrated throughout the day. And I think that's a low number. I think most people walk around, I would say 85 to 90% of people walk around dehydrated. So just think about how little water we drink. When I talk to someone, they say, oh, I have this much water. This, I drink a lot of water and they'll hold up a 500 milliliter bottle of water. And it's just, that's not enough. We need to flush out toxins. We need to get everything going, you know, internally in our gut and in our, we need to refill our cells. And there's so many things that water can help in prevention, help doing prevention. And, you know, I think more of us are standing around the coffee pot than the water machine. And they're probably in the same room, <laughs> but <laughs> we gravitate towards the coffee pot, which is a diuretic. So it takes, takes water from us instead of, Instead of the opposite, instead of hydrating our bodies properly. And you know, so many people I talk to say, I don't like water. Or if I drink that much water, I'd have to use the bathroom 10 times a day. Well, you, you probably should. You should use the bathroom often. And this is kind of an odd subject. People always laugh when I bring it up, but your urine color should be clear, should be white, not dark yellow. If it's dark yellow, you're dehydrated. If it's light yellow, you're working your way to better hydration, but it should be clear. So if it's not, if you're going to the bathroom three times a day, that's not enough. It's not enough to flush out the toxins and reduce stress on your body. So I think that's something small by slowly increasing. And when people say going to the bathroom all the time, your bladder kind of adjusts. And don't get me wrong, you should be going to the bathroom throughout the day, but you, you don't go to the bathroom as much when your body gets used to holding more water. All right, so the last subject we're talking about is exercise. Now, just like food, I believe we should do some form of exercise every single day. 
I know that's scary to a lot of people. I don't think we should begin with exercise every single day. And I don't think, I'm not talking about a weight program every day. I'm not talking about a resistance training program or 45 minutes of cardio. I'm talking about some form of exercise every day. You know, like when I said, I know it seems like a lot, but think about your health. Isn't your health worth it? Isn't feeling good, sleeping better? Actually, in a past show with, Sean Stevenson, he cited research about how you can sleep better. Well, studies have proven that if you exercise in some form in the morning, they actually you actually sleep better in the evening. So that alone, sleeping better is a big step to improving your quality of life. So doing something, so it could be walking, could be uh, whatever machine you have in your house, a rebounder. You don't need my, <laughs> you don't need my suggestions. There's so many things that we can do, but I believe we there's something that we can do. Whether it's a walk around the block, whether it's a parking further from the grocery store, all those little simple tips that we think are insignificant in our lives, that could be a form of exercise, depending on what level we're at. But I really believe we should be doing something, some form of exercise. In my show notes here, I have our children. Just think about our children, for example. Child obesity is on the rise, um, child diabetes or type 2 diabetes. Look, there's so many issues now with children that we've never seen before. And we have to look at ourselves. If we're not looking at ourselves, then who else are we going to look at? Who's, is it their fault that they've never understood diet or nutrition or, or how to live healthy? So we have to look at ourselves. No get offended there, parents. <laughs> I understand that sometimes children have issues at a very young age, but that doesn't mean we can't work to prevention and help them and set a better example for them by exercising in some form every day. And then wrapping up here, I have fight disease, fight disease in our body, strengthen your heart, strengthen your lungs, get blood flowing through your body, increase your bone mass. There's so many things that exercise has to offer that we're not doing it. And like I said, it doesn't have to be in the weight room. I don't love the gym and people are kind of shocked when I say that, <laughs> but it's true. As soon as I can get outside, I do. I take my clients out there. I go, I work outside all summer by myself or when I do my own program, but it doesn't matter what it is. If it's a hobby, if it's uh, biking, if it's a swim club, do something. And we're, you know, uh, I don't want to keep dwelling on it that we're not doing enough, but you know, I think it's an old mindset as we get older to believe that we should accept our lives to decline our health. I should say, I talked in a previous show, accepting mediocre. That's a podcast on exploring mind and body. We didn't air that one, but you shouldn't expect that. You know what I mean? Like when we get older, why don't we look to prevent our, as a, when we're younger, why don't we look to prevent our eyes from kind of declining in sight? So we can have different foods, we can drink tea, we can do eye exercise, but we don't. We accept that and we just expect our health to decline. So you know it's easier, our immune systems might be a little weaker, but we can always work to prevention and we can look to live healthier lives. And I hope you all consider that moving forward in your life. Now, just a quick word from prevention committee there. This is gonna be myhealthchallenge.ca. So from March 16th to April 26th, they're putting together this group around active living, healthy eating, mental wellness, which I really like. There's no cost. It's more of a local thing to be involved in the community and get active. And I think it's really cool that someone is doing something to try to get the community more active. So check out My Health Challenge 
Ca for more details. Uh, well, I got to thank Rainy Days Medispa.com. They're right here in Sylvan Lake. They have a brand new website and new ownership. So check them out. They have spa packages. They have skin solutions for men. What I love about them, they have the green factor, which means they're environmentally conscious, which I highly am. Uh, I just bought some bamboo toothbrushes <laughs> that I'll tell you about another show. But every time we purchase, every time you purchase a retail product from Rainy Days Medispa, a tree is planted in a developing country. I think that's super cool, but they have waxing and makeup and massage, your conventional stuff. They have weight loss. They have reflexology, Reiki. So it's a lot of different things that they offer that's more natural and healthy. And I really enjoy hearing that about them. So they're going to be at rainydaysmedispa.com or 403-887-0660. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being with me on this episode. I really hope you consider working towards prevention as opposed to treatment because there's so many more benefits and different ways to improve your quality of life. Thanks, Jameson Brown, for my edits. And that's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Taddea, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.